There you go. There you go. Do it. Let's do it. All righty. Good morning. Good morning. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest, Lord. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the strength, and the courage to grab the harvest as before us. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Hey, y'all, it's Thursday, Thursday, y'all, and we're back with you one more time, and we thank the L-O-R-D, G-O-D, uh, for allowing us to wake, up, to wake up this morning with our eyes open, our ears open, our mouth open, ready to speak out a thank you to the Lord for, for giving us breath in our body, another day to just kind of see uh, the goodness that he has before us. Hey y'all, we've been we, we've been we've been rocking and rolling with this word, and um, it's so exciting to see it come into full fruition. You know, for so many others, um, it's just it, it's 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 amazing um, how if you listen to the word and you begin to understand it, it's like you can go from you go from comprehension. That's a good place to be because you got to comprehend. See, it's hard and difficult to apply something that you don't understand. I can't say it enough. I, I can't say that enough because, see, when you wake up in the morning you, and you wonder why we're on this call-in line from Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 6.30, when you wonder why, you, you'll begin to see clearly and you can express to people that this call-in line, this particular one, is designed by God, not by us, because we didn't design this right here. He told us what to tell the people. It is designed to help you to go from comprehension of the word to application of the word, from application of the word to experimentation of the word. When we say experimentation, we don't mean just dabbling. What we're saying is we want to you to experience what the word can do. Once you experience what it can do, then you can begin to believe that it can do it for you too, continuously. And what continuously brings about is the manifestation. And it, it, it brings that manifestation, I mean, just so clearly that, you, 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 wow, this is what God can do? If I just do this, he can do this. If I ask for this, he can provide this plus this plus this plus this. And so, you know, I, I like for people to just kind of understand some definitions because a lot of times you may not understand the definition of a word. Therefore, you don't want to experience what it is. So what I've done is I, I, I've, I've given, I'm going to give you the definition of manifestation, the definition of manifestation. It's a long one, but I'm going to... I'm going to give it to you. You can always go back to the podcast and listen to it again. But it says what the manifestation means spiritually, okay? A manifestation is the public display of emotion or feeling or something theoretically made real. Manifestations origin are in religion and spirituality because if something spiritual becomes real, it is said to be a manifestation. Are you with me? So what happens in manifestation is that something theoretical, a feeling, an emotion, a public display of something that you believe in becomes, it's theoretical now. It's in theory. 
But when it's made real, that's manifestation. See, what we're trying to do is you, if you experience what God can do, just experience it, and then you believe it can happen for you. See, manifestation can happen for anybody. I don't care who it is. and It can happen for anybody. Manifestation comes to the believer in a different way, though. Manifestation becomes to the believer in, a, in the form of a blessing, a blessing of something that you prayed for, a blessing of something that you believed in. That's why we have this chart. Name it because it's something that you're asking God for. Frame it. You're beginning to kind of see a picture of that thing that you're asking God for. Proclaim it. You're speaking it into existence. You are speaking it, making a public announcement that you believe that this is going to happen. You believe that Jeremiah 29, 11 is for you. It is a plan that God has for you. It is a plan to prosper you. What does prosperity look for, look like? Well, go back to your name it. What is it like on your chart? Are you saving any money? Do you have a savings goal? That, that, that may be prosperity for you. It, it, are you reducing your debt? That may be prosperity for you. Whatever your name it is, go right back to the definition that will help you to understand that once it comes, it, it, that's manifestation. See, the experience in it is when you're saving a little bit at a time. Y'all, y'all going to miss this this morning for the slow ones. The slow ones going to miss this because they don't understand why we're saying name it, frame it, proclaim it, and then claim it. The claiming it is the manifestation. Claiming it is that you, you, you don't have to... You don't have to hope anymore when you see it, when it's there. See, hope ends the moment that manifestation begins. Oh, this is going to be good. See, hope ends the moment that manifestation be, uh, begins because there's no need. If you, you're hoping for a car, right? Okay, you're hoping for a car. All right, that's what you're hoping for. You're hoping for a car. All right, you're hoping for a, a, a house. You're hoping for it. Okay, once you get the house, do you need to still have that same hope? No. That hope is over with. Move on to the next thing. The Bible says God does a new thing, a new thing. What's the next new thing you're asking for? Are you asking, have you gotten a house and gotten complacent? Have you gotten a car and gotten complacent? Have you, have you just saved enough money and just gotten complacent? I'm just asking the question. Because sometimes you're not asking God for anything. And when you're not asking him for anything, of course, of course you're not getting anything. So why are you complaining? You ain't asking for nothing. I mean, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't somebody else's fault. That's, that's inside of you. Your manifestation comes from your proclamation. Your proclamation comes from your framing. Your framing comes from your naming. So if you don't have a naming, what, what are you complaining about? I mean, really, what are you complaining about? If you're not willing to put the work. Yeah. You know, Michael, you got to be able to see, though, the definition. Can you say the definition of manifestation one more time? I surely can. I surely can. Hold on one second. I will give it to you. Manifestation, okay? Manifestation is, all right? Manifestation is the public display of emotion or feeling or something theoretical made real. You see that? Okay. It says, okay, keep it 
keep it right there. You said the public display of emotion, right? Or feeling, or feeling, or, or, feeling. or something theoretical. Okay. Made See, real. Okay, this just you just rang something in my head where sometimes a person is praying to get out of debt, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're mm-hmm. praying or they're praying to save money, right? Mm-hmm. But their prayer gets answered not the way they want it answered. For example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a person in New York, their salon was sold. The building was sold. So mm-hmm. he ended up having to go to a, a smaller salon, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she rents two booths. Now, the person can either see this as a manifestation that she's in a smaller place, she's struggling, what are people going to think about her, she's no longer in the bigger salon, or she can see this as a manifestation of God blessing her and giving her what she's asking, what she was asking for, because now in this new place, she has cut her expenses in half, and she mm-hmm. can save so much money. Mm-hmm. But the public display of emotion or the feeling that we that we wrap ourselves into, do we wrap our feelings and our emotion on the blessing of the new thing or do we wrap ourselves into the feeling and the emotion of what people are thinking of us? Mm, mm. Because if you do the second, if you do the second, you won't recognize the manifestation that you were praying for. Exactly. And I think a lot of it just hit me when you define manifestation that, that I actually, I'm, I'm even thinking to myself, wow, many of us literally, our harvest is here. It Absolutely. It is here. But we, we're, we're not opening our eyes, our emotions, and our feelings to what's here, and we're not grabbing a hold of it. Because think about it. If, if someone says they want a better quality of life, right, they're praying for a better quality of life, right, and they are, you know, working smart, they, 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 they're naming it, they're framing it, they're proclaiming it, and then they want to be able to, 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 to claim it, well, what, what happens when you ask for a better quality of life it can come in so many manifested forms, so many. It could be that you get off work at 7 o'clock each day so that you can go home and have dinner with your kids. And people say, well, I ain't got no customers late in the day. No, 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 because you asked for a better quality of life. The manifestation that you are having a better quality of life is that you can spend time with your kids with their homework, that you can do the things that creates a better quality of life for you and for your family. 
see, that, that, that quality of life is so very important. And sometimes people don't recognize that, that the manifestation of the things that you pray for are really, are really at arm's length. You can reach out and touch them. You can. And so, but most of them don't know what it is for manifestation. So that's why we, we, we say we're teaching. That's why I say we're teaching people how to go from comprehension to application, from application to experimentation, from experimentation to manifestation. Because if you can just, if you can claim that which you prayed for, if you can claim that, my, oh, my, you become a better believer. You know, sometimes believers don't believe. <laughs> can, you, can you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes believers don't believe. You know why? Because they have not comprehended the word. Therefore, they say the word. It's like a child who never understands uh, the definition of a word, and they use it improperly. They use it out of context. It's because they don't understand that word. So if they never, if they never comprehend the word, they can't apply the word properly. So if they can't apply the word properly, then they cannot. They cannot go to experiencing what that word will do. Because if it did, if, if it happened and they don't, they don't comprehend and apply it properly, they wouldn't even recognize it. You don't even recognize what a blessing is sometimes. So, 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 so therefore, if they don't go from, from the experience, experiencing this, then when manifestation comes, they'll be like, oh, the Lord didn't bless me. Yes, he did. He did bless you. He gave you the time to spend with your family. He gave you the time to spend with walking in the evening time when you said you wanted good health, right? You said you wanted good health. I mean, come on now. He's waking you up at 6 a.m. in the morning to listen to the word. What's wrong with walking after the word? I'm just saying. You said on your chart, on your name, I want to lose weight. Okay, how much weight did you, did you want to lose? I want to lose 10 pounds. Okay, that's your frame it. Okay, what does 10 pounds look like? It looked like a little bitty dog. That's how much 10 pounds look like. It looked like a little uh, 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 baby, a baby pig. That, you know, that's what a 10-pound pound baby pig, that's what 10 pounds of weight look like. What does it look like? A, a sack of 10-pound potatoes. If you're carrying 10 pounds of potatoes around, that means you've got 10 pounds of weight you want to get off. What, what does that look like? So that's the frame it. Because sometimes you get a picture of the negative so you can get to the positive. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Yeah, don't put on all them beautiful women. You know, you, you want to be this, have this nice figure, and you go pull out the magazine. I want this figure right here. No, 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 no. Pull about four chickens out. Put four chickens on there. I would not eat these four chickens because these four chickens mean that's 10 pounds that I'm going to put on me. Chicken weigh about two pounds. If you eat eight, what, 10 pounds, if two, that's five chickens. That's 10 pounds. If you eat five chickens, that's 10 pounds too much weight. Huh? Stack up like 40 bags of potato chips. They're going to bake potatoes and about like a quarter of a pound. You need about 40 of them. That's 10 pounds. Think about it. Put the negative sometimes so you can get to the positive. Don't go get a picture of this woman who got a beautiful figure. I mean, she's about six, uh, five foot ten or something, you know, and she got 36, 24, 36. I don't know what the weight, what the, the, the curves are. However, you ain't there. Get something that get something that make you mad. Okay, a big bag of a big bag of pork skins. 
Come on, put about a hundred bag of pork skin. That's how many pork skins you wait, you wait, you 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 eat up, you get ten pounds. So you got you got to think about this thing. You want to get a picture in your mind of the things that you want manifested, and the things that you don't want manifested. Put them up there too. I don't want this right here, Lord. I want I don't want this right. Here. I don't want to, I don't want to eat no ten chickens. I don't want to eat no eight chickens. Uh uh-uh, uh no 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 no. I gotta get off these snacks. Eat snacks, 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 snacks. You eat snacks all day. You're gaining weight. You gotta eat some real food. I'm just saying. You gotta think about being healthy. So when you put in, a, on put in that manifestation of a, of, a, of a great body, you got to stop some stuff to start looking good. You got to stop some stuff to start being healthier. Yes, you can be healthier if you stop doing the crazy stuff. Huh? Can't eat so many donuts. Come on now. One donut is good, but two donuts is too many, especially when they go back to back and you drink a cup of coffee with that too. That's not good. That's three. That's two, two donuts and a cup of coffee. Then you start eating three. I'm just saying you got to think about it. Think about it. If you want something coming to full manifestation, stop doing the stuff that's getting you to the things that you don't want manifested. So here we go. We, we, we go from comprehension to application, application to, man- to experimentation, experimentation for man- manifestation. It happens step by step, y'all. If you can get this, if you can get this theory, if you can get this, this understanding, see, the, we believe that we are, we are purpose at this moment to call the word out into existence. Call it out. Because if we call it out, we call out the word into existence, then you can experience it. Then you can begin to believe and say, it's for me. That's all we do when we talk about Jeremiah 29 11. We just say it's for you. It's for you. We had a guy on the phone with, 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 the, with this past weekend, thought he was too old. He done, he done, he done bought, bought the casket. Come on, man. What are you buying the casket for? You ain't been 60 years old. Come on. What are you buying the casket for? Huh? There's a lot of life in you left. 70 years old, you got a lot of life in you left. 80 years old, you got a lot of life in you. People living to 100. Come on, now. But you can't even live to 100 eating all them pork skins. Come on. Pull up. You got to eat well. You got to become healthier. You got to exercise. You got you to do the things that's going to get you there. So what we're saying is, come on, let's do this thing. Let's experience the word. Let's experience it. What's wrong with experiencing the word? The word is real. The word is real. The word is real, y'all. It says it right there. It says it right there. That, 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 that John gives us, that, that God gives us the power, the power that's within us in Ephesians 3 and 20. The power is within us. You got the power. You got the power inside of you. You got it. So if you got the power in you, why don't you just start using it? Why don't you start using this power? The God, he gave us the power. That's what Ephesians 3 and 20 says. It, the power that was within us. He, he, didn't say, he didn't say the power was outside of you. He says right here in Ephesians 3 and 20, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. All you got to have is imagination. For those who can't ask, just have an imagination. Just dream. Just but Oh, Lord, I wonder, I wish, I dreamed that you could. That's all he's saying is you just dream it. Lord, I'm, if then when you start asking him, that, you really start getting serious. You really start getting serious. According to his power, because he can do it according to his power. That is at work within us. Yes, y'all. 
the power that's within us, he said, I can do it. He said, I can do it. God said he can do it. He put the power inside of us. How did he put the power inside of us? I told you all how he did it. I told you. I gave you the example of the power plant, right? This is how, this is how he put the power within us. I'm going to give you a kind of a, 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 a visual example. So stay with me for just about, about 60 seconds. You know the power plant never shuts down. So we're going to we're going to take the power plant and use that as a as a kind of a a, a, a symbolic just an understanding so you can get some understanding. The power plant never shuts down. God never shuts down. I mean, He just never shuts down. He He goes. I mean, He just He He just continued to go. He It, it said the spirit of the, of of of, uh, of God moved across hovered across the earth. He hovered. So He was He was constantly moving. So the power plant is God because he, he has the power. It's continuous. It flows and flows and flows and flows and flows. But then the power, in order for us to use that power, it has to be reduced, right? So God sent his only begotten son, See, and he sent them, and he died on the cross, right? So, you know, you got a power plant. Then when, you, when, you see a, uh, when you're riding down the highway and you see these poles, well, those, those poles is what the power comes down to. But it comes down to or through that pole on a, what a thing called a transformer. So you got this transformer that's sitting on the pole. So the pole represents Christ. The transformer represents the Holy Spirit. So here you got the Father, which is the power plant, the Son who died on the cross, and you got the Holy Spirit, which is that transformer. Because remember that the power has to be reduced down to a point where we can use it. So on that transformer, then that transformer then sends the power down to our homes. It don't just send it to the house because the house has no, what you call, uh, ability to accept power. But in that house, there's a breaker box, right? So the power is reduced from the transformer down to the breaker box. The breaker box is considered what you call the load. How much can you handle? That's the load. And in every breaker box, you got different amps. You got 20 amps, 15 amps, 30 amps, 40 amps. If you got something real big, you got a 50 amp in your in your in your breaker box. That means you got some big stuff. You handling some big stuff. That means you asking God for some big stuff, and He's saying, "Okay, you can handle that." Because if I give you this big blessing, and your 50 amp ain't in that box, it's gonna blow it up. So in that box, that that breaker box becomes what the what, what the transformer brings down the power and reduces it again. Now, you can't plug to the breaker box and plug up the cord to the breaker box because it'll kill you. There's too, much, too, many, too many breakers in there, right? So that power has to be reduced then into an outlet. Y'all going to get this. Y'all going to get this right here before this morning is out because I'm going to make sure it's crystal clear to you. So here you go. You go from the breaker box, that 20 amp, 15 amp, 30 amp, 40. If it's, a, if it's an oven, it got to be on something more than a 20 amp. It got to be on at least a 30 or 40 amp. All right? It's a refrigerator that can operate on a 20 or 30 amp. That doesn't, doesn't require as much as, 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 as a stove. But you got a microwave now. Microwave need to have at least 25, at least 30 amps too because if it's a big microwave, especially those ones that, that rule, it needs more power. So here we go. You got that, that, out, that outlet. That outlet says I'm going to reduce the power from the, tra- from the breaker box to a point where I can connect to it. Right? Now, here we go. You still can't use the outlet yet. An outlet just sits there. It's on the wall. It's, it's, it's ready to be used, right? You, you're ready to be used by God. You're ready to be blessed. You, you, you're ready, but you haven't plugged in yet. That's why you have to have the cord. 
the cord represents the, a biblical cord that God is attaching himself to you so that you can then experience the power. Oh, my goodness. Golly, y'all going to get this thing this morning. See, the moment that you take your cord and you plug that cord into the word, the outlet represents the word. If you get plugged into the word, then you can function. Do y'all hear what I'm saying this morning? That's how the power gets within us. You want the power inside of you? Get connected to the word. Because once you get connected to the word, oh, my goodness, you plug into that, oh, your stove will come on. Your heat will begin to flare up. Oh, yes, indeed. Your refrigerator will start to operate for the purpose that, oh, y'all got to get this, get this, get this, get this, get this. You can then operate in the purpose that he designs you for the moment that you get plugged in to the outlet, which is the word of God, which is connected to the breaker box, which is that load, that, that ability for him to, to, to reduce his power down to a point where you can utilize it whenever you need a big blessing. You can say, Lord, I need a 30-amp or a 40-amp blessing. Or, Lord, I need a little 15-amp blessing. Lord, if you just bless me to do this, if you bless me to do that, that comes from the breaker box. But the breaker box is connected to the transformer. The transformer is the Holy Spirit. You tap into the Holy Spirit, then your breakers don't start tripping. Oh, you hear what I'm saying this morning, your breakers won't trip if you tap into the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit has seven characteristics. I shared them with you all a while back, but I'm going to share them with you all again, y'all, because y'all need to know this, that the Holy Spirit, the seven character wisdom, is, is one of them is wisdom. One of them is understanding. One is piety. One is fortitude. Oh, you, I'm talking about, you need to go back to that, but because once you tap into the Holy Spirit, he gives you wisdom. He gives you understanding. He gives you piety. He gives you the fear of the Lord. He, give, he gives you everything. He gives you knowledge, y'all. Everything comes through him, through the Holy Spirit. That's what the whole, when you look up the seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit that we shared back, I don't know, December, uh, November. I don't know when we shared it, but we shared that. We talked about it. See, you want to get the full power of God to work inside of you, but you got to plug that cord up. And, 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 and here you go, y'all. Here you go. Here we go. Go back to the cord. The type of power that you need can be determined by the type of person you are and how you want to get plugged in. Let me give you an example of that, okay? You want to be average? You got a two-prong. That, yeah, that's what average. Average people got two prongs. I'm, I'm, you got positive and negative. That's what, that's, you got a positive and negative. That's what you got. You got two prongs, and you stick those two prongs at the outlet. You, 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 get, you get power. You get power now, but you can't do a whole lot with a two-prong because a two-prong can just operate a radio, but a two-prong can't operate the stove. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. In fact, a two-prong can't operate a computer. Even a computer got a three-prong. Why? It got a positive, a negative, and a neutral. Ooh-wee, y'all better look at a three-prong cord because sometimes you try to put a two-prong in some place and put some heavy dew on it, uh-uh, it's going gonna, gonna to it's gonna burn the cord up. That means it burns you up. It burns you up, and you can't operate for the purpose that you're designed for. So you got to say, Lord, I want more. Okay, he's saying you want more? Okay, you want more? Okay, you sure you want more? Okay, you want to go from a two-prong to a three-prong? I'm going to show you. This. I'm going to show you. This week and next, I'm going to show you how to go from a two-prong to a three-prong. He said, if you want more, you've got to get more in you. You've got to be a bigger cord. can't be no brown cord. You've got to be one of those heavy-duty cords, one of those orange cords. Huh? 
gauge. Let's talk about gauges. I talked to you about that. The 20 gauge, the 18 gauge, the 14 gauge. I talked to you all about that soon. But you want to be a bigger cord, you got to have a three prong. And then, oh, if you really want, if you really want to work the word, if you really start working this word, he'll make you a four prong. Now you know what a four prong is. When you hook up your washing machine, your washing machine, your 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 dryer, your dryer can't hook up with no two prong. You ain't a two prong dryer. Oh, it needs a three or four prong dryer for for that. Huh? One of those heavy duty freezers? Oh, yeah, a two prong ain't gonna work. You need some heavy duty for that. That's why you get that black piece that you always put in your house when you're about to put, put a stove or something. The stove is like a three prong, four prong. I'm just saying the type of cord you the type of cord you want to be will determine how much you can handle. It will determine what you're what, what you're asking God for. You gotta think about it. Small goals, small desires don't require a big cord. I'm gonna walk y'all through that example. I'm gonna walk, I'm, I'm gonna stay on that. I'm gonna stay on this right here. I'm gonna bring it back around to you because I want y'all to understand the power is within you. The power is within you. The power is within you. It says now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Do you want to experience God's power? Tap into the word. Plug into the word because the word will work if you work the word. Ramona, that's it. All right. The word will work if you work the word. If you work the word. Conditional, conditional. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest, Lord, because it's here, Lord. The the harvest is here for each and every one of us. Open our eyes, Lord. Give us revelation to what is going on in each and every one of our lives so that we can... Shout out from the rooftop what it is that you're doing in our lives. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen. Y'all have a wonderful day, y'all. Thank you for the word. Let us go work the word. Right. Right. Work it. Work the word. That's it. You're going to work the work. Make sure I'm working. Ramona, did you get my board? Who, who is this? Tanya. Did you get Hello? a copy of it? Tanya. Tanya Harvey? Yes. Yeah. The, the first one, I thought I commented on it. I know I did. Oh, no, I, re- I redid it. I added okay, to no, it. I, I redid it. I okay, gave it no, more I of a visual. Okay, no, I I know I I got it one time and I and I commented on it. Yeah. Y'all can send those boards to rwoods at ashtay dot com or mwoods at ashtay dot com. Either one, rwoods at ashtay dot com or okay, mwoods, mwoods dot com. Okay, that's where I got to send it. Okay, thank you. All right, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.